Hey, this is Dr. Drew Rubin from CairoCast. Hope you guys are having a great day. Um, Today, because it's Valentine's Day, I am talking a little bit about love and the loves that I have in my life. Um, And I want to send out a shout to uh, Now You Know and uh, to CairoWrite because I really love the fact that they're supporting us and they're supporting our great profession. And now, here's the podcast. This quote from B.J. Palmer's last written words, um, The Glory Going On, before he passed away, <clears throat> really illustrates the point to me is I love the, the idea, what greater joy, right? I am super fortunate that I have three loves in my life, and I hope you all can find the same loves and passions that I have been able to find in my life. My first love is my beautiful wife. Today is our 31st Valentine's Day. So (laughs) that's kind of cool, right? 31 Valentine's Days. Um, And my first Valentine's Day, we were dating uh, when I was here at Life and she was going to Emory. Um, And instead of getting a card, you know, going to CVS or whatever and getting a card, I decided to make her a card. And to just, I didn't just make her any kind of card. <clears throat> what I decided was I was, I was going to get an x-ray that, of something that looked like a heart. <laughs> so I went, into, I went to Emory, <clears throat> where she was, we used to always study in the medical school library. And I went in there, and I poured through all the radiology journals. Uh, and I happened to find this really cool picture of these mesenteric arteries <clears throat> that were in a heart shape. Uh, and that's what I gave her as our first Valentine's Day card, um, was this picture, which we still have in our uh, framed, uh, hanging up on the wall. Oh, no problem. Um, so that was super cool to do something like that, right? Because like to get a Hallmark card that says, you know, happy Valentine's Day to you and this and that and some rhyming stupid thing that someone else wrote, not as exciting and not as personal as something that you made, right, that you found. So it took some kind of effort. Uh, and that's the thing I think that separates us from everybody else. Like if you talk to Lisa, uh, she'll say, um, you know, oh, what are you guys doing for Valentine's you know, Day? And her answer will be every day is Valentine's Day <clears throat> because we're together all the time, right? We, we eat every dinner together. We, eat, we spend all days you know, together. We go on trips together. If I'm just speaking for ICPA, I go with her. She comes, you know, we, we're always together. So we try to, we've tried to create our life as something very enmeshed and together. And I will tell you the success to our relationship depended upon her getting involved with chiropractic. You know, what I see as the biggest problems in relationships in chiropractic is that the partner does not get involved. The partner never goes to seminars. The partner never goes to the office. The partner never has any involvement whatsoever. And then when you start having discussions, higher level discussions about what's going to happen with the kids, right? How are we going to have birth? What are we going to do about vaccines? What are we going to do about drugs? Now you have all this butting of heads because you've never really discussed it before because your partner has never been exposed to it. And then there's always these questions. I don't understand why there's such a big, you know, uh, 
divorce rate and such a big breakup rate within chiropractic school and, and with chiropractors is because the, the spouse, the partner is not involved. How would my wife have ever known any of this stuff unless I brought her to New Beginnings and I brought her to DE and I brought her to Life Vision and I had her read Green Books and I had her read. You know what you should have your partner read? <coughs> is Dr. Fred Barge's book, Are You the Doctor, Doctor? It is a great read for someone who knows nothing about chiropractic. And my wife knew nothing. And after I read that book, I gave it to her and we were still dating because I wanted to be able to understand, her to understand what I was thinking. Because I came into the school not thinking this stuff the way, you know, I wasn't, didn't grow up in chiropractic. My parents were, my father worked for Emory uh, Worldwide, the air freight company um, that later was bought out. And my mother worked in a pharmaceutical rep company doing you know, administrative stuff. So I knew nothing of chiropractic. I knew nothing of this kind of stuff. So, but once I became educated, I needed to share it with her. And she is now as staunch an advocate for chiropractic and chiropractic philosophy as any chiropractor is. Matter of fact, most people, when they talk to her, they think she's a chiropractor, right? And, and she finds that a great compliment, even though she's a PhD in psychology. She finds that a great compliment. But that is, that is how our relationship is so strong, because what we do is enmeshed. It's together, right? And so I really encourage you guys to think about, about that. So that's, that's my first love, is my beautiful wife of 31 years dating and 28 years marriage. My second love is chiropractic. <clears throat> and it, there's two parts to that love. Number one is I love adjusting, especially kids and pregnant women. There's nothing more satisfying than having someone email you <clears throat> last week on Tuesday morning after adjusting a pregnant woman on Monday night and she was saying to me, you know, my first baby came kind of early uh, and it was sort of a very rough kind of delivery and really was not something that I was looking forward to. And she says, and I'm a week after that time, so I'm a little disappointed because I, I really would like just to have this, I'd like to be done with this. She said, but I want the best possible birth. And I know by getting adjusted, that's going to help. And then I get an email on Tuesday morning saying, guess what? I went home after your adjustment, labor kicked in. So this was like three o'clock she got adjusted. Labor kicked in, she had the baby by nine. <clears throat> Normal vaginal delivery <clears throat> in a few hours after being adjusted. That's how it works. There is no, what greater joy can I have than to get an email like that, right? There is nothing greater. There is nothing greater <clears throat> joy than I can get than I, if you go on my, <clears throat> Google reviews, I have five star, five star, five star, five star, Facebook, five star, five star. Almost every day, some patient, without being prompted, is sending, putting reviews up, saying, thank you so much, <clears throat> my child came in with autism, he could never calm himself down, he was always flipping out about things, if he got upset, there was just no stopping him. <clears throat> uh, he was having a really hard time socializing, having eye contact, <clears throat> and now I'm watching him change before my eyes. <clears throat> excuse me, watching him be able to have social contact, eye contact, watching be able to calm down and not have these, these massive flip out attacks. What greater joy can I have than to see that? With my hands. Like, do you guys get that? How unbelievable this is? You know, do, do you know, like, just imagine from an outsider's point of view what it must look like for, like, I get it all the time. I don't know what you're doing but whatever you're doing, just keep it up, right? Because it does look sort of like you can't 
quantify what we do because it is, at this moment, with what we have, our current technology, it is unquantifiable, right? It's not that it's not quantifiable because I'm sure at some point in time, someone like is gonna develop some sort of gizmo that you can go like, like a Star Trek kind of thing and then be able to figure out what it is that we're doing. I'm sure at some point in time that's coming, right? But it's just right now, you can't quantify what an adjustment does, right? And that's why, like, when we, when we read about D.D. Palmer, I mean, B.J. Palmer talking about that extra something, the extra something is the adjustment that has more than just a crack in it, right? Just going like this, anybody can do that. When there's something behind that, right, there's an energy transfer between you and your patient. There's a, th that's what, what's really going beyond. That's the adjustment with the extra something, right? That's what B.J. is, is talking about. Uh, and D.D. Palmer talked about, you know, D.D. Palmer talked about tone, right? Isn't, I think it's the most beautiful thought process of what chiropractic is and what health is. Health is good tone, you know, and it's a great analogy you could use for your patients, right? Especially patients who are into music, you know? Did you ever play guitar or piano or whatever? Yeah, you ever know it's out of tune? Yeah, doesn't it sound horrible when it's out of tune? Yeah, did you want to play like a whole, you know, concert or a couple of songs with that out of tune guitar, out of tune, you know, banjo or piano or whatever? No. Well, that's what your body is like. Your body's got a tune it's supposed to be at. And if it's not tuned up, then it's out of tune. And if it's not out of tune, then it can't work the way it's supposed to. Right? And it's as really, as BJ would say, it's as simple as that. It's really as simple as that. So, and my third love, right, so I have three loves that I'm very fortunate to have. My first love is my beautiful wife. Second love is chiropractic. Uh, and my third, and it's really adjusting, adjust, especially adjusting kids and pregnant women. And my third love is talking about it. I just love talking about chiropractic, especially talking about kids in chiropractic, you know, and pregnant women. It's just, there's, it's, I am so satisfied knowing that I have this ability, this gift that Dr. Sid gave me years ago by allowing me to teach on this campus. Like this, what a special honor I have. Like this class was taught by Dr. Webster, Larry Webster, who is the founder of the ICPA, right? And to think that I'm here standing in the same shoes that he was in back in the 80s teaching me and the other chiropractors in that generation, like what a profound honor that is. So those are the three loves of my life. And I hope when you guys are in your 50s and you've been in practice, this is my 30th year, when you've been in practice for 30 years, right, I hope that you have the same love and the same passion and are going back to your offices at, or are teaching at Life or some other chiropractic school um, with the same passion that I have been blessed to have and that you guys have the same relationship that I have with my spouse, my partner, that I, I can only dream that you guys can find someone as special as my beautiful wife is to me. So happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>